I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Nope. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Whether you're searching for that latest sneaker, the iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. Yup, we're talking each inch, stitch, tick, facet, and clasp that makes the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs, and as leaders in their fields, they're making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead, get that piece you always wanted, and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that watch movement is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather, and never get faked over again. In the world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Let's go. Ready to roll? sexy voices on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's poppin', people? You know what time it is. Welcome back to Say Less with Kaz. Yeah. Low key. What up, though? And usually we would say Rosie, but Rosie's a little tardy She's today. on one train, so and she'll pop in when she's Here's the thing, Lo, like, when we put, like, these podcast episodes together, right? Yep, like, right. we'll either shoot the shit and usually, like, we have, like, one guest, maybe, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. we'd all research and, yeah. like, get ready for it. And then yeah. it was like, all right, when we got two guests, yeah. it's usually much more of a, all right, so we're just going to shoot the shit. We're yeah. just going yeah. to we're just gonna shoot the breeze that's, of the fellas, that, that's, all right? That's... that's, that's I think now it's like a clubhouse. This it's is kind of yeah. this is kind of what it's feeling it's like right it's now. Clubhouse, man. We Rosie will be here in a minute, yeah, but it's right. it's we, like most it's like most things that happen before like the girls come in, right? right like right. we could talk to most each other, and then it's like oh, I act like real <laughs> real gentlemanly. I just fuck with y'all. You know what time it is? Subscribe youtubecom Kazim. You could listen to our podcast everywhere. You stream them: Amazon, Apple, Snapchat, Snapchat, Spotify. SoundCloud, Spotify, all that good shit. But this is a fun ass episode today, right? Because we are we are blessed to have two incredibly young, black, talented actors, yes. comedians, just incredible to the culture right now. And right. I just can't believe they they're here, like they're bro. It's, 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 it's like the stars kind of aligned so crazy because uh, this week their movie The Blackening uh, hits theaters yes. uh, with an incredible, uh, incredible cast, cast and talent of young black stars yes. on TV, movies, all that. Yes. And we're joined by two of them right now. We got Shinqua Wallace and Melvin Greg joining us on the podcast. Let's go, today. let's go, let's go. Man, let's listen, we I, we talk a lot of different shit on this show, right? Yeah. And this movie, The Blackening, from off off the rip of the title, I'm intrigued, right? Like I'm like, all right, yeah. Because you know, anytime anytime we watch anything in, in in movies and the culture, all that type of stuff, when you put like. All right, here come the movie with all the niggas in it. We got, <laughs> yeah, we got how, how are we gonna be represented? How is this gonna feel like? Because 
it was know, what it was represented like how all black people look at horror movies. That's you know what it is? And it was just like a mirror of. Like, I think I think now more than ever. Y'all saw it already? Huh? Y'all saw it? Yeah, we had the screen. I saw. Oh, I saw. Oh, yeah, we had, I, saw we, a little, yeah, I saw. I saw the first half. Yeah, of it, but saw, I didn't we, finish it yet. I didn't finish it. I said I like I that honest answer. answer. That's real. No, that's real. I love that, bro. I'm telling you the lead up to this movie, right? So when you hear it, yeah. So you. Oh, you got to talk about okay, bro. I would say that now more than ever, people consume media not just by themselves, like mm -hmm. with social media also, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So whether it's like Instagram, TikTok, mm -hmm. even still black Twitter, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's always a lens through which stuff is sort of like- Filter. Viewed. Filter, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I think it's so interesting that y'all both are on this show because I think y'all have been through it in very different ways, For right? Sure. Like mm -hmm. White Man Can't Jump yeah. is a- a remake of a of a cult classic, yeah. you know what I mean, that we all grew up in, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yourself, with, with Snowfall, and, and even Black with, as uh, fuck. Black as fuck. Yeah. And even uh, with this movie, The Blackening, it's a, it's a different take on scary movie. Like, the scary, like, almost the genre that the Waynes brothers, Damon Waynes, all those guys, yeah. like, really kind of brought to us. Yeah. Black horror, but it's comedy, yeah. and it's also like spoofing certain. It's, yeah, it's yeah. mocking. Things, but it's right? still like a serious aspect. To yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it parody. Is is more so satirical in a sense. Satirical. Where, That's yeah, it word. challenges tropes. It would be so. Scary movie is a parody, you know what I mean? Like, they redo shit that's done yes. in a comedic way and reaching for comedy. This is challenging the tropes that we typically see in horror movies, mm -hmm. but in an honest way, and that's where the comedy comes from. If I had to compare it to something more so than the Wands, I would probably say, like, a Hollywood shuffle yeah. um, back in the day, because um, he just challenges, the, he challenged the tropes that he saw in um, in Hollywood, and, that, and that's what we're doing uh, for the... The horror genre. Shout out to Robert Townsend, by the yeah, way. Oh, like when, so I mean, that's, I think that's such a great comparison Legend. too, because, like you said, like it is, it is that idea of not a parody, but like satirical and, and intelligent. And like I love when we first entered entered into the conversation. Yeah, and you're like, what is this gonna be? Yeah, like, yeah. we see a bunch of us. Is it gonna be this or is it yeah. gonna be that? And yeah, I think because y'all don't. I, I feel like just young black artists don't get to just perform. Nah. Yeah, it's like it's all this extraness that comes with it. And yeah, it's like, right. right we gotta, and we ain't got to do the shucking jiving. Yeah. Right. The beauty of this is is it's culturally accurate in a way where it feels like us. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's written by, you know, a 60, 70 year old white guy who's right. trying to sound cool and hip and, you know what I mean? And swag and drip jokes, type. But yeah, someone else I mean? wrote it, was, voice. it was somebody who has an accurate voice and depiction of the characters within the story. Yeah. So, so but both of y'all acting careers, I'm glad you brought that up. You know what I mean? Because you could tell, I, I, I'm being honest, I only saw the first half of it. Yeah. But, as I'm, <laughs> but as I'm listening to it and Yo, watching it, the second it, half up. I'm like, <laughs> I guess, watch the other half, But it's one of those things that I saw and I immediately knew Niggas wrote this. <laughs> like Black Fools were a part of it. Yeah. You guys have had, you know, the rising careers in Hollywood already that sure. you've already know what it's deal what it's like to be in uh sets that aren't like that. Yes. When, right. you, when you have to work with people that you absolutely know that don't know your I, voice. I don't know your voice, yeah, don't know right. where you come from right. and all yeah. that. Yeah. How do you get to maneuver through that and still be able to do work like you've done with White Man Can Jump with Snowfall, the blackening, and, and all that. You know what's interesting, man, is I think that, and I was talking about it earlier today, I think 
as I, I would say probably for both of us as we progress, like we're just two authentic people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this cultural climate that we live in now, authenticity sells more than ever before. Mm-hmm. And regardless of, I, I think the biggest thing is to make sure that like you don't change who you are in any space of conversation. Right. So when I walk into a room, at least for me, when I'm on set with anybody, mm-hmm. my conversation doesn't change whether I'm talking to Melvin or someone that's white or whoever. Mm-hmm. And I make sure that my authenticity sells. And if you like it, cool, then we'll love together. Yeah. And if you don't like it, well, I'm sorry because I'm not going to shift up. And I think that's where value and currency is built from now. Mm. And what we want to see as an audience is authentic voices. That's yeah. why, like, when we're talking about the blackening, right, mm. when we're talking about these new renditions of stories, it's because there's an authentic voice that's coming across now. Yeah. And, you know, just at the end of the day, for me, the way I just was brought into this world as a man mm. is don't switch up. Okay. No matter who I'm talking to. Okay. So, so let's let's dive into a little bit more of that, right? Yeah. So, you know me. I'm, a, I'm an 80s baby. A lot of people that watch the show or consume our content are 80s babies. Yeah. You're in a movie of, of a remake of something I grew up with, Let's go. right? Mm-hmm. To my heart, I'm like, yeah. okay. man, so they're like, going to... Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I want to have this conversation. Exactly. Let's, let's right. Yes, yes. You immediately have your own... Y'all don't know that, like, y'all got three... Like, we all were up for the same role. Like, hey, y'all got three people in this room that were all up for the same I role. Said, like, I my was, brothers were here. Like, we were all talking to each other about what the heck is going on right now. So, tell me about the was Jack Hollow already attached to it and we were like, we're oh, going to find... Oh, the gate. Oh, oh the he was, gate. So it was already with him. Well, Jack actually, yeah. Dickie was... Don't say that. No, no, no. No, no, no. Early in the process, they had an eye on... They was like, right, oh, he was right, cool. right. But things didn't go that way and then Jack Harlow had his... You know what I mean? His his meteoric rise. Course, and yes. they was like, oh, he would be great. And, you know what I mean? But wait, as far oh, as... Oh, shit. Mind blown. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out, time out, time out. No, so, that's, that's just early. So, early right, conversation. Got, early early conversation. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. No, go ahead. Keep on. That's it. It was oh. early conversation. <laughs> but then from there, uh, Jack was... A, since, since I heard it become a reality as far as them reading stuff jack has been attached okay right. okay gotcha right. gotcha right 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 right, right, okay. right, 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 right. no nah, right. i'm just i'm just i was just my mom wait what was someplace. the question what was, yeah, what was, yeah yeah wait yeah so what was the what was the process like to 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 get that role and knowing this is an ip that people are so have such an attachment to you know what i'm saying about not like ruining the legs because i watched right. it and i think i think it was it was a lot better received than i thought you it was gonna go yeah, yeah, no i think that you know what's funny I you know what's crazy about that like man I what, I, what i, I love it about it is that I'm the fact it tall. no i want it like and that and that's why like first thing when i walk, first walked in i was like this feels like a barbershop like yeah. i just walked in and like i'm just sitting with my boys and we yeah. having a real that, real this, this is the conversation, conversation. Yes. and i think the thing that that I'm proud of is that when people watch it, they realize how different it is. And I think what I wish we did more of was tell people it was a reboot more than a remake. Yes. So yes. people could independently ingest it and not be not have a preconceived notion. I don't, I don't think it would have mattered because we told it was... them it was a reboot of House Party and niggas was like, <laughs> house party. man, look, hey, I'm gonna be real. Like, but you know what's funny? They don't know the difference. They they really they don't. don't but like when people watch it and they go, man, like I've been grateful that when people watch it, they go, surprisingly, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Now, does, it's that, not what does, I does thought. That feel like a backhanded compliment a little bit. No, like, I think little, it's. I think it's. Bit. We like we all grew up playing ball. We of all course. grew up hoopers, and we're real people. So of at course. the end of the day, it's like walking into. I, that's why I said coming into this experience. My my whole goal was to make sure that I honored the legacy that was created before me because sure. I personally loved the film. Right? Yeah. I love those actors. Yeah. Right? And so when we were doing it, my thing every day was like I understood the the, the monkey on the back. So when right. people were coming in, going like. Man, I'm not rocking with man. I'm like, I get you. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Like, I'm. It's, that's why for me, every time it was like, okay, 
how can we make these scenes better? Right. The basketball has to be real. Right. Like, what's the authenticity here? Because I know Jack would always do this impersonation of me. I would come in every day, and if we weren't really, like, if everyone wasn't really focused, I'd be like, man, come on, man, let's lock in, y'all. You know what we're up against. Yeah, yeah. And he did it one time on set. He was like, he just leaned in the hood. He was like, you know what we're up against. And I looked, I said, is that a impersonation of me? He was like, every day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you come in every day going, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's, that's the mentality to have, though, bro, because I, you're, you're a human being, and, like, if I'm somebody who grew up on House Party and White Man Can Jump, yes. and I'm thinking, like, Man, you gotta have the mentality like, how can I not just honor the legacy of Perfect. this shit, and, and but not make myself look crazy? I'm not look crazy. And, and yeah. The, the, the thing is too is like people gotta understand. A lot of people be like, oh, why they keep we making stuff? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. But Hollywood is a is a business. Yeah. Yes. Industry and in the, in the business side of it is pre existing IP already holds value because yes. people know what the name is, so mm. they'll come to see it because they it's familiar. Versus if that movie was called Hooping on a Wednesday. People Nobody like, was watching. Exactly. Nobody was watching. It's like the correlation. It might, have, it might have got a few more thumbs up, but was it right. going to make the bottom line? Or is yeah, it going to come money? People not going to tap in. And, exactly. and the Hollywood knows that, so they'll be more likely to um, green light something with a pre existing IP because it has nice. built in marketing mm -hmm. than something completely new. So the expectations are already high because a lot of times these are classics. Yeah. And to be completely honest, the classics. Most of the time, they didn't do great box office numbers when they dropped. They became box office. They became hits later. And then another thing, too, is like like you were saying, it was better received than you expected. You got to understand, too, art is subjective. It might not have been for us because we remember the original mm, right. White Man Can't Jump. Maybe it's for the younger generation right. who didn't get it, that same generation who was online like, yo, I really fuck with this because they didn't have that comparison. That they didn't walk in with anything. Yeah, that, that shit is nostalgic to yeah. us right. that can't be recreated. Right. But yeah. and, and like that correlation goes to music. Yeah. Which yes. is why, why, you know, these kids are now sampling the shit that we grew up on, like the 90s. Right, right, We were just having this massive, massive summer jam conversation a few weeks yeah. ago, right? Like, and I, I'm, I mean, I don't know how much East Coast guys you are, but Summer Jam used to be like everything. The, yeah. the end all be all of hip hop concerts. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we was having a conversation just about like, all right. I knew I made it when I got invited to Summer Jam. It got, got to be like right, like by the stage. Like when I got those stage passes, I was like, oh, I, I'm almost here. I'm, I'm him adjacent. I'm him adjacent. Like I was like, this is crazy. I was like, like literally, like your name right here. I was like. I'm oh, looking up at the stage like, what's up, bro? I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm getting close. You made it. No, <laughs> so, no but we was, we was making that same... I'm, so, I'm sorry. I need I need to go piss if we take a break right Yeah, we go. Go Wrestling's right there, bro. You good. You good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we can keep... This is, this is exactly what I wanted. I'm like, this is... Yeah. Nah, we can keep going. Like, we can oh, go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's lock in. It'll be all right. We still here. So, like, all right, so... Yeah, you you brought up the whole thing about, you know, people receiving it or not understanding it yep. or whatever the case is. Like, so when I saw it, I'm keeping funky with you. Please, bro. When I saw it, I'm like, what the fuck are these niggas doing? Yes, yeah. yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. White Man Can't Jump was one of my favorite movies ever. And I'm yes. just looking at it like, why are they touching that shit? Yes. But he brought up a great point about the, you know, the nostalgia shit. So it's like, it gets people yes. talking. So I understand that. But was there a hesitation when that role was presented to you on your desk? Like, all right, we have this situation. And we're gonna reboot this movie, but yeah. you know how culturally impactful that shit was. Bro. And you know the conversation if that shit didn't go right. Bro, like and, and that, why I'm 
actually grateful because like uh, shout out to Serrano Jackson because like he's he's not on he's not on the mic right now, he's but he's one of my brothers and my friends and like I know y'all know him. Great man, right? And there. he knows me like I'm some one, a person that runs towards shit. Like I'm very like oh it's a challenge like I'm gonna jump all the I'm way running in towards the fire. Yeah. So when I when I read it I was like like you guys I was like they really about to redo this shit. <laughs> like I was like whoa okay yeah. But when it started becoming a reality that I was gonna be the guy to play Kamal. Mm-hmm. My mind goes into combat mode yeah. before it goes into, like, fear mode. It goes into, like, okay, it doesn't even go into pressure. It just goes into, like, let's lock in and activate. And I'll think about it later, right? right? Because I'm like, okay, the universe, God, all those forces b- b- behind this thing have chosen me to tell this story, gotcha. to inhabit this character. And I really just look at it from that, from that space. Like, this is no cap, bro. Yeah. And I'm genuinely like, all right, well, when I lock in, like, I'm going hard. That's why I would say stuff like, we know what we're up against. Yeah. Because for me... I understood our, us. I understood our voice of like what it was. Mm-hmm. But I was like, look, I, one thing you're not going to say is that I didn't come in 110 every day. Yeah. Right. Because I'm the audience. I'm your voices going like, man, if we if we don't if we t- don't take this shit serious, we're screwed. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, look, this is what it is. And I remember going back and forth with my team about it going like, OK, OK, we're really doing this. OK. Had conversation after conversation. I mean, me and Chuck got really close because I was just like, I had a notebook of questions. I was like, can we play this? Can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? Because at the end of the day, with or without me or anyone else, it had already been been greenlit. With or without Jack, it had already been greenlit. It was going regardless. Mm -hmm. So if anything else, I was like, well, if I'm the guy to do it, let me make sure I honor it the best that I can. And like like Mel said, like leave it up to subjectivity of the art to say, do y'all receive it? I I was surprised at how vast the audience was that ingested this movie that didn't watch the original. Right. Because right. I was sitting in conversations with people and they would go, no, nah, I haven't seen the original. I took it like blasphemous. I was like, what? Right, what the fuck? You haven't watched what? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like really real talk, but I not can, understanding. I can recall, right? Like there's certain movies that like I have a, a general understanding of. Yeah. But like if somebody tell me, oh, you didn't see every scene of Fill in the blank class. The black right, right, right. Like, nah, I didn't watch that. Bro. Like, but not... white man can't jump, especially because we, yeah, all of us grew we up playing hooped. ball, bro. So yeah. it's not we like. I was like, okay, hoop dreams. White man can't jump. Above so the here's, rim. So here's, here's another here's above the, the rim. Yep. Here's a reason why I, I really I really dug the movie. Yeah, and we're, and we're gonna talk the black about the black and right after. That's this. So. Sorry, and it's wall. It's walls. Because y'all got wells up there, but it's walls. It's wall. Yeah, it's good. You good? We'll get it. A joint. But. <laughs> One thing I really appreciated was that, like, yes, it's a ball movie, but it's really about, like, hustling. It's Facts. really about, like, you know, Facts. just figuring out a way, you know yes. what I'm saying? And, yes. French, and friendship. And in 2023, yeah. like, I feel like everybody in that movie, like, had the hustle. Yeah. And even, like, down to, like, the 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 fake sort of, like, Chris Brickley trainer yeah, yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Which actually was supposed was to be Brickley. Was, I was about to say, was it really supposed so to be what act, what ended up happening was that, you know, and shout out to Brickley, because Brickley was supposed to be there. He showed up professional uh-huh. and this is you guys gotta remember like we shot this at the at right at the tail end of covid protocol okay, mm. okay. and so i think someone around brickley tested positive for covid Damn. so oh, that so day like, no literally that day that we're about to shoot the first so scene he couldn't, he couldn't. brickley couldn't do it like well, literally that no he was ready he was on set yeah. and literally it was like can't yeah man it. you can't come and i and we were all geek because obviously we know his history of so course, it was like yo course, this is gonna be fly but he that day that's so. Uh, I think that I think them now knowing that them scenes would have been. I mean, I, I'd still enjoy and that happened a couple that times with other people that are supposed to be in the film where we were like that day they tested like someone around, not even them. Yeah, because it was like one day where we shot and like the studio was so great, but someone that was like in my trailer, yeah, tested, tested positive, so we had to shut down that day. 
I was fine, thank but thank, thank God you. I was good. Speaking, speaking of shutdowns, I mean, damn, we we almost we almost went through that again in New York this week. Girl. Yeah, with the, with the air that was, that was three days. Man, man was, was, nigga, I was still outside. I'm gonna tell you, I, was I, was tell you I feel like y'all are like a testing ground for Wait. like like everything. I'm gonna say like, <laughs> like throw they, it to New York first they if they usually, make it. They usually get it. We're good. Of all the wild shit, right? Like, yeah. We got COVID first. You know what I'm saying? We had the early mass protocols and all that. We had the early version of it. Oh, we fucked up. Um, the black. Uh, yes, comes out go. this week. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Like you said, it is a it is uh, more uh, a satirical, sad, sad, yeah, satire. uh, yeah, than a yeah. spoof. And um, those tropes that I think really worked well in this movie, what, what I've saw this movie, is sort of the same sort of tropes that were established in not the same exact ones, but the ideas of having tropes and turn them on their head mm. is what made Scream so good the first time people saw it. The right? first one, yeah, the first the one. The first time yes. Scream came out, it was like, okay, here's everything you think you know about this type of movie. Yep. We're going to turn that on its head and make sure, you know what I'm saying, I we need, keep I need you guys. To watch Scream. At the end of the, what's huh? up? I need to watch Scream. You've never watched Wait, hold on. Hold Whoa. On. Whoa. That, look, look, wait, 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 wait. That's exactly what we talked about. See? Yo. Good. When did Scream come out? So Scream, the, the like, original like, Scream. 97? 97? 96? It was probably until like 2002 before I was introduced to um, white cinema. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll feel you. <laughs> but this movie right here. This is literally a barbershop conversation. I mean, I, I, I listen to So you ain't never seen none of the Scream? This is nah, a none of them. This, none of them. The first like white movie I saw, that, I was like, nigga, this is hard. It's super bad. <laughs> Wait, what? Super, Super bad? bad? Oh, bro. I was wait, wait, real quick. I thought, knowing Melvin, knowing Melvin, I thought he was about to say something else. I dead ass thought he was going to be like, my first white cinema was like Schindler's I, List. Like, I really nah, thought, like, Mel was going to be like, yo. I've been catching up on Wait, so was Super Bad like your introduction to like just white culture? White comedy. More so, too. And culture in this, yeah, because, man, I'm going to be real. Be real. Anybody that's real can relate. But like where I grew up, I grew up around just really all black people. Like my elementary yeah. school, middle school, my mom was the whitest person I've ever seen. Yeah. And like, other than that, a couple of teachers, but I didn't, I wasn't engulfed in the culture. So mm. when I would watch movies, I would be confused for like the first 30 minutes because I'm thinking like this person is that person. <laughs> That's a real and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going they on. They all like, look the same. I thought he was just kidding. <laughs> I'm out. I'm over it. Because it was the lack of exposure to those um, <laughs> that he would think so yeah. it, I want to list off like some white cinema movies. And I tell you what I seen. <laughs> Please do it, bro. Please no, do my, it, bro. My, here's the thing. My intro, my intro to white people comedy and entertainment was Back to the Future. Like the way the way the way they would like call people like buttheads and shit. Like that was my first time. I still ain't seen that. that. But it was the, I didn't look at it as like white future. people. I, I, nah, but I seen the making of the movie. You don't even need. You don't even need to see. Uh, Back yeah. to the Future is such an L movie. You don't it's need to see it to understand right. its influence on it. Right? We, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we get that. Marty McFly, super we super bad though, because like super mixed, bad is a that, classic that, too. That, that, that blended cultures. Man. Super bad is a classic too. I feel like that too. blended cultures. Have Man. you seen? Have you seen Clueless? Mm-mm. I know I, what it is because Stacey Dash is bad in it, right? She had like a young fan suit. She was bad in it. I remember seeing her. Bro, before we found out what Stacey Dash was about, she was it. She was it. She was it. Listen, before we needed to know yeah, about anybody's nah. personal shit, Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash and Robin oh, Givens, bro. Oh, bro. Money? Stacey Dash and Robin Givens. 
The like young Holly. Where are the white That's messed up, though. Like, you really, like, find out shit about people. He's like, man, It just, changes everything. It just don't yeah. hit the internet, the internet kills you before you rappers, too. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't listen to your music. Right. So you on. See, here, now yeah. we're going to a different conversation. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't going to dive into that. Nah, nah, we not. We not. We not. We already know what that is. We already know what that is. Nah, that's real, though, man. We already know what that is. We was just having that conversation. Yo, welcome and to I the barbershop, y'all. Nigga, I, I wish love I, I, I wish I could say the name. This is, this is what we do all fucking I wish I could say the name. I was literally just having a conversation. Yeah, I'm going to say everybody who can relate to just that vague statement know the names. Bro, from rap to R&B, we already know. Did you? We know exactly who we talking about. It's something I heard like this week, too. Like, this week. Son. That's it hurt my I, heart, bro. I don't want to do. Oh that wait, no. Nah, it was God. Was it? Was it? I guess we could say some names, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You hear? You hear the new the, the new Dirk record? Well, the oh, new, uh, the, uh, the Dirk the, verse yeah, on uh, Drake's uh, uh, Search and Rescue. Yeah. Uh, Search and Rescue. Yeah. yeah. Talk about and Kevin, Kevin Gates ain't got nothing on me. Yeah. She <laughs> so, you know I eat that pee. Put that old pee in the lean. Like my nigga, what? <laughs> I, like, I was thinking was like, every thought don't need to be put out there. That's all I'm saying. Y'all come from a different generation, bro. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. I've been hearing like I heard like what Carisha said about just, you know. Yeah. Drink, drinking pee and shit. I'm just no, like, y'all just... Was, how, it no, was how, other okay, fluids. so how we get here? Right? Other that's fluids. Just, <laughs> how was, like, that's, this like, little Dirk, it's a rap combo. The little Dirk started it. Right. Dirk started it. was pee. I'm thinking of Glorilla. That was the other... Wait, what? Yeah, was now, Glorilla, yeah. Glorilla said some crazy oh, shit. Too. She said some crazy shit. Yeah, 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 anyway, come on my fries. She said what? Come on my fries and feed them to me. Look at his face. Hey, yo. But I... This is... Wow. Yeah, nah. Wow! Like, like, I'm coming! I'm coming! Though? Grab no, the fries! Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a level. No, wrap that up. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to see how y'all. I want to see how we tie this into the. Go go go! Give me the tie-in. The illest tie-in. Terrific. Cue into horror films. Blackening it. June 16th. The theaters everywhere. How did you? How did you guys feel? What's one of the best things y'all learned from making this type of movie and not wanting to have those stereotypes? Like, what, like it's one of the best things you learned from. I learned a lot. Um, a lot of different relationships, new relationships to me that I gained that kind of helped my outlook and helped me grow. Um, and also that we could just kind of, I already knew before, it's something that I hope the industry learns from it that you can have an all-black cast and you can have people that aren't on your list and these names, you know what I mean? You can creatively cast and get the people that's best for the role in that market stunt cast um, that you can have an all-black cast in a horror genre and it be more entertaining than anything you've seen before, that we don't have to tap dance and shuffle, that we could be authentically ourselves and it still be appreciated by the outside world. A lot of times they feel like they got to water down and dilute our culture because it won't be marketable to people outside of us. But it's like, if you look at all of our art across from sports to music, it's, most, it's appreciated by everyone. You go to a little Dirk, we just talked about him concert, is a million little white kids out there jumping up and down and he not spoon feeding them the culture. And I feel like we can do that um, in cinema as well. And hopefully this movie would kind of set uh, um, a bar for for that 
Yeah, new foundation and knock them doors down for more. That's yeah, a really good point. Yeah, no, question for you. No, I mean, I think that's the, I mean, honestly, he gave a beautiful answer, man, is the opportunity for the expansion, right? The expansion for casting, expansion for what's marketable, expansion for what's profitable, yeah. right? And I think that at the end of the day, what we all have to consistently understand from, from history, if we're looking at so many different established networks from the UPN to CW to even right now, we are always on the pulse of culture renovation. Mm -hmm. And we're also on the post of like revenue on the on the post of like revenue generation. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, it's like when you when you create a new version of something, which shouldn't really be new, even like going back to like that, the throwback to like the Hollywood shuffle, it's like, okay, you're creating a space where now we're just we're creating a new version of what's castable. Yeah. And it should just be consistent. Yeah. And it's and it's and it can be consistent in all versions of something. I love personally that it's always that it's coming out. Juneteenth weekend, and I was—I've right. been saying consistently, like I think Juneteenth weekend becomes a weekend, no, not unlike Fourth of July, yeah, where where that's a slot that studios are fighting for, yeah, and it's like, can we own Juneteenth weekend? Because yeah. that's where can that's we win where, Juneteenth weekend. That's where it changes, right? Where right. not only we're just doing it culturally, but now studios are like, this is where money is definitely going to be spent. Right. Like, Correct. you know, what I'm saying because as much as we want to do everything. For the right reasons, yes. a lot of things don't move unless they move well, for these reasons. Yeah, revenue, you know move, revenue moves. So we got to support that Correct. type of shit, Correct. too. You know what I mean? So, um, oh, wait, no, I, I want to ask a question. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. We're talking about, like, you know, the horror, you know, brand, that, yes. that, that genre. Uh, I'm sure people have seen the movie beforehand. Yes. You know, directors, actors. Has yes. anybody in the horror genre reached out to you guys or, like, given you advice or just, like, reacting to it? Consistently. And I think, like, at least from the interviews that we've been doing now and also even in the beginning when we all went to TIFF, yeah. all the interviews, it, what I loved was like the the the, the acceptance of it, gotcha. right? And and I love like how, because there is this infusion of humor, humor and people that really ingest horror, they do it from a totally different POV than just being scared. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Like they really break stuff down just from a, from a very analytical, artistic level of did you hit this? Did you play these tropes? And they love that we're yeah. flipping the tropes. They love the humor that's in it. Gotcha. And at least for me, like I'll let Mel answer too, but like at least for me, it has been so culturally supportive in the horror community. Like, and when we've done interviews, like they get on excited. Mm. Nice. And they're like, oh man, I like this. And I love that it was funny. And I love this. And it was crazy. And they and genuinely, regardless of of, of color too, they have loved it, bro. Everyone that's seen it has really been yeah, to where I feel like for all of us, we feel this 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 like like this simmering of like what's this weekend gonna hold? Yeah. yeah. And we kinda like, okay, I think we might be locked in. I think it's gonna yeah. okay. We just gonna see what happens, but I do believe it's gonna it's gonna hit. So I think yeah. we spoke we spoke earlier in the conversation about like IPs and like creating new ones, right? Yeah. And the success of this and especially in, in the horror genre always begets like sequels and like doing more yeah, of this type yeah. of stuff, right? Like this is kind of where these things start, right? Mm -hmm. When it comes to all the folks that are sick of seeing people in remakes and stuff. Right. <laughs> it becomes not just going on uh creating something that is culturally relevant for the genre, but culturally relevant for people that look like us as yes. well. I love what, and I also want to throw back to like what Mel was saying about not stunt casting. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I think that's something that overall we have to continue to do in our casting as black people. I think when you see a lot of other stories being told by a lot of different cultures and colors, they don't have a problem casting who they feel like is the right artist for the job. Right. But sometimes we feel pressured to make sure we cast people that we say we know their name, we know their face, but we're not requiring acting. We're not requiring performance. So one of my favorite things, like with him bringing it up again, was the fact that like Tim was very emphatic about the fact mm -hmm. that I want to cast the right people for the job. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't care if I know you're so popular in music, but you've never shown me you can act and I'm going to do that because maybe it's going to bring audience because that doesn't hit. So the fact that we're getting this, 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 this fire right now underneath us where people are excited, 
but it's like, yo, he went and got the people that he felt like played the right role. I want that to be inspirational too. And we and we know we know there's gonna be huge <laughs> success with this movie. Yeah. We know we know it's gonna be there. So and I need you to watch the Scream series. I need you to watch that. Yeah, you don't need to watch the series. I'm, I'm, no, first, I'm looking at the first one. The first one. First, 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 first the homie Samara Weavings in the last one. She played my wife in something else. So I definitely. Who? Who? Samara Weaving. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's in the last one. I definitely support her. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at it right now. So on the screen in front of me, they got the, what's that, six screen movies. And I see. One black face <laughs> on six posters. That is insane. We should be, and then with the blackening, we should have like six blacklings and just like one white so, face. Like the whole I was, I was expecting y'all to have a token in the oh, movie, right? Right. Oh, yeah. and that's what white? I was gonna ask. Like, you ain't get to that part. Yeah, but that's what I was gonna ask. That's like, it. do y'all see this becoming a franchise? Do y'all see this becoming, you know, blackening one, two, three, four? Like, do you see it stretching out? I feel like but, it could, and I feel like if it, it does, we we're still. If it make money, up. Yeah. they gonna run that. They gonna run it to the ground. They are gonna do a blackening eight, and none of us gonna be in it. Yo, I ain't mad at it. I feel like at six though, like you know. Yeah, six. I probably would be like, hey, guys, all right, like, all right, all right, enough, <laughs> enough. I'll support from the sideline. Right. I'll be there. They're gonna, they gonna bring us back in 2050. We're gonna be old. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like a um, the blackening yeah. holiday. Yeah. <laughs> the blackening Christmas. A, a copycat dude gonna come and oh, try to terrorize black kids. Uh, <laughs> sorry, wait. So we finally got our, no, our, our co host. Rosie, get in here. Let's let's get in Rosie, get in here. Rosie. God damn. Come on, step let's, in. Let's, step let's in. get into it. So, sorry for in. the tardy. How you doing? That's Rosie. That is AR. That's our co-host. Let's uh, go. He's the co-host. Let's get right to it. <laughs> They're the co-hosts. They ain't feeling in for you. They, they doing a good This is definitely full. Job. This is the most full caps we've ever had. This is Does it feel like one of those type of movies? Nah, just don't, don't up, do that. Yeah, don't yeah, do that. We would never. We would never. God damn it. What? Yo. Whoa! <laughs> I got it. Bro, yeah. he just, I tried to let that shit sail out of bounds. Typically, typically go there first. I try to get out of bed with a doubt. Until I see his face, I see my face. I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, let that shit sail out of bounds. I'm hoping nobody caught that. Talk about the Harry Potter. Sail out of bounds, please. What? The black people. If you can't tell, Rosie's in a appropriate all the time that's yeah, exactly yeah, clearly well. clearly god damn i mean honestly we the same complexion so we, we yeah we good, we good over here i'm yeah. definitely we, the first no no now we still she has something to say oh ah! damn y'all that, there's a lot of high I, yellow I would here say that's, yeah. the, that's the yeah, it's usually not this much high yellow on the show yo. do you want to hop in here you want to hop in here imagine if i said that imagine if i was like it's dark as hell on that side can we get some more lightning over here don't Can we turn that, that shotgun light over That's how I grew Nigga, up. Nigga, smile. Baby. Open your eyes so we can see. You did just say that. Y'all understand? <laughs> oh, I did my bad. Let's Open your team. We don't it. go pull some people from off the street. Like, bro, we need numbers over here. Segregation <laughs> <laughs> right now. Right? That's what I'm saying. How's the white folks Segregation, bro. This the front porch of the podcast. This is what I get. Y'all niggas out there playing kickball. 
right, God damn. Right, Yo, it, the, it, finals, the finals might be over tonight, Low. Uh, might be, might be. It might be over tonight. Might be. I don't know. It's 3-1. Nah, it's over. Listen, it's over. It's it's over. Tonight. I lost it's a lot over. of money betting against Playoff Jimmy, bro. I lost a lot of money. Anytime I'm like, yeah, it's a wrap for these niggas. Wait, didn't you bet for every him, though, now? He has not shown up. No, I, thought, I thought they were going to win game four. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were going to win game four. Yo, Jimmy Butler, Stephen A. Smith made a great point today on first day. He's like, bro, like he's a star. He's not a superstar. He's not been performing. You can't build a team around him. I mean, you can, but like, not he's not giving you a reason. I saw that. Yeah, he's not giving you a reason. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Jimmy Butler. I love the man, bro. Love the man. Call him Jimmy Buckets. But, and the game getting no buckets. He was he's down three. He was he on. He's on. Bro, get his name bro. right. He better get his name right. Right. He is very dog. Like there was so many times during the playoffs, I'm like, these motherfuckers ain't this good. Can I? Can I? Can I, can I, can I say one thing? I'm like watching Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, all these dudes that wasn't even. In which one? In which uh, series? Uh, uh, every series. I'm a Nick fan. I'm a, I'm a Nick fan, so, so I, I got I got to see this up close and personal. Right. right. Yeah. We got up to the second round. I'm thinking, I'm like, all right. I'm like, Brunson hooping, Randall. No. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm thinking it's gonna be. Yeah. We're gonna be all right. It's yeah. gonna be a tough series. These no name: Gabe Vincent, Max Strews, Duncan Robinson. Uh, what was the other dude? High Tower. Yes. All these, yes. all these guys never drafted none of this. Every time they keep going, they kept going in, a, in another series. I'm like, bro, they're not this good. Like, the, the, I'm like, they got to the Celtics. I'm yes. like, all right, Celtics is gonna bring them down to yes. earth. I'm like, yes. all right, it's but finally I, gonna I, happen. But they're they're, 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 and they almost they're, did. They're eight seed, and they almost blew it. They're a playing team. Yeah, right. So they're not really like they went through the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Giannis got injured. Yeah, yeah. it was willing itself. They don't. Yeah, yeah they was willing itself. Right. Celtics crash. I mean, the next game a little. Stop. That's what I was gonna say. When you when you watch, like we all watch basketball. Yeah. Think about we all played basketball. Yeah. And you know every year. Not correct. You look like you did. Oh shit. I was just It's the bud. It's the bud. But it's like you watch a team and you know when they peaked. Yeah, and so when I was watching the series with before before they got to now, I said, "This is it." Yeah, they you peaked. can just tell. And, and when you watch, it's not that Jimmy's doing bad; it's just that Jimmy is done. Like he's bro. tired. He's ever ever tired. since ever that's, since this, that's what it is. He's ever tired. since this, all right. Let's not even talk about Miami. Let's just talk about Denver. Like yo, that's all. That was that was that was my that's any team. That was my segue. How do you match up? with no, no, no. Yeah, Denver can make it. That was my segue. That's my segue. I don't think Denver could come back. Oh, you tripping? I'm promising. You tripping? Because when he's reach a peak, bro, Joe. Remember, listen, he said it first. Listen, I, I don't think Denver's coming happens. back next year. All I'm saying oh, is, you don't think they're coming back next year. I don't you, think Denver's you, coming back. I think Denver's getting bounced in the in the conference finals next against year. Against who? Against whoever they're playing. Yeah, I'm first off, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. Wait, by the by the time this comes out, let's bet on it and come back next year. We're gonna put it right. We're gonna put it right. We're gonna put it. They like 15 and four in the playoffs. Like who gives them a shot? They've only lost four games in the entire playoff run. They've lost one series the whole The only time they lost on, two games, hold on, hold on. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant had to play like Batman and like lights out. Yeah, they Devin lost Booker was having like Jordan like nights playoffs. just to stay competitive against these dudes, bro. Like they barely got eliminated by four teams. They, they got four into a culture right now, and they have a great energy. And teams can have a teams like can have a wave and a rise, and they can also crash. I gotta be honest, yo. Can I be honest? Can I be honest? 
why do we we always we this podcast is brought to you by american express being an amex member means i'm always looking forward to game day no matter who's playing whether it's my team getting myself stressed out and then going crazy and yelling at the tv or going to the game and just getting into the atmosphere with the craziest fans in the world before i get in there though i always got to grab me a little bike get me something to eat to calm my nerves down get me a little drink drink and then as soon as i get into my seat all bets are off, but I can't do that without getting in with the Amex first. With American Express, you are a member when every day is game day. American Express, don't live life without it. Mondays, 8, 7 Central on VH1, Black Ink Crew is back-to-back and united in ink on Monday nights. First on Black Ink Crew New York, with Caesar leaving the shop, Puma steps up to lead and rebuild their legacy, while Ted works to secure his own. Bay sets up her own shop while Rock and Crystal rethink marriage. Then on Black Ink LA, Kat is preparing to birth a new shop in Beverly Hills and a new baby. Meanwhile in Compton, KP's dreams of ink and music seem to be fading and having it all is harder than ever. With group dynamics shifting and revelations changing relationships, can OGs and new artists create as a unit? Two cities, one night, united in ink. Black Ink Crew, New York and Black Ink Crew LA, all new Mondays at 8, 7 Central on VH1. He always uses a lot of words. He just walked yeah. off. Yeah, he got to go take a piss. Is he bad? We're sorry. Come back. We use a lot of weird words when it comes to describing like Jokic, right? Because like he don't look the part. Right. Right? Like he's not a superstar. No, 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 no. Listen, he doesn't beam a superstar. He doesn't beam like a household name. He doesn't beam that. Can I say what I think everybody else is afraid to say about Nikola Jokic, Joe? He's nice. No, I think we know he's nice. One of the best. I think I think people just he's just not cute. <laughs> like, he don't he's not sexy, yo. Like he don't hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's just not a, he's I have not a question, sexy I have a dude, question. Yo. What does that have to do with anything? Everything, yo. You think I people think, are scared to say that? You don't I, think everything, you don't think bro. Women been bashing him since. No, this is the thing. If Nikola Jokic <laughs> if anybody We know he's ugly. That's the thing. That's why he's not that. We know he's ugly. That's why people don't look at him like that. I feel like good looking whoopers don't look at him. Who is people don't want to acknowledge that the fact that this dude is not sexy is the reason why he's not a household name. That's what a lot of people are low-key saying. Because the numbers don't lie. If you just do a blind test, if you do a blind test on this and this dude's numbers, he's the He's one of the best ever. Yeah. Right. Jordan, what does Q have Kobe. To do with it yeah. Why'd you what say that? Because the way, the way the Jordans and the Kobe's did it was a so pretty think, way of doing it. You think Jordan, Jordan and Kobe Jordan Q? was cute? The way, That's bro, your type? The way that the, I mean, the way the dude play, but the way the dude played basketball was beautiful to watch. Yo. Oh, you talking was, about him on the court, uh, not his, uh, his not his. That, but that too, y'all like, putting his face up. And he's not a good looking dude. He's so being cute. You don't know what they go for over there. That's the only reason why he's not. He's the cute. only reason why no, the entire world does not know oh, this man's name, on, bro. Hold on, hold on. That's, like, that's, that's, that's cute, cute. Hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on. That's he's a big man, and like you said, his like, game is you pretty. See, you see, bro. It, you see it, you see it. Go, 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 go. Kaz, like, 
I'm just gonna say something real quick. Just be. Why can't we just have just, this honest no, 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 combo? Because I want to know why you brought up looks. No, he should have three MVPs right now. The reason why he doesn't have three is he got two. Bro, he should have got one this year too. He probably should have. But sometime around January, February, you think he's not cute either? Sometime around January, February, everyone's like, I think he just don't like white. I can name him. It's like three. What happened? There's only like three cute I, men I, in the I, NBA. I, I just, I just, wanna, I, just I wanna, said I just, initially no, no, when I, I said wanna, I, know, I, I was talking about his game being being aesthetically pleasing. Y'all just pulled up his headshot. I don't understand because Kaz has been talking about sports for years and he's very good at it. He knows his ins and outs. He knows the, the p's and q's. Yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I never. But this is a, uh, no, no. This is a very. I, no, no. <laughs> I never thought. It would come to this day where you say an NBA game is not his game is not his game is not cute, and I don't think anybody but like on the face of this earth (laughs) is thinking. Yo, his game isn't cute. I think a lot of people are actually. Like Stephen A. Smith is you not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, you I'm know saying. what I'm no saying. No one knows what you you're understand saying. Understand what I'm saying, I, yo? She does. I think Shaq. Shaq has an ugly game. Like but it's, Shaq it's is brutal. Ugly. Like what's, this game was just brutal. So what's like, the point? Like, what are you letting yeah, what's what's your point? What is your point? I'm talking about. All right, what I'm talking about. You let me get my point out, motherfucker. By tonight. He might be the new NBA champion. Oh, he's going to be cute. Might be. Let me finish talking, motherfucker. He should be the face of sports, right? Like, right. if this was Braun, if this was Curry Dirk last year. was never the face of sports. It, understood, but I'm just saying. Dirk Nowinski wasn't the face of sports. Oh, I think that, I think that one year, Dirk was pretty, like. He no, was, no, he wasn't. No, he was never, like, LeBron levels, but that one, that one you lost finals this, you they lost, won. You lost this argument. I lost this? Yeah, you lost I think it's his style I'm sorry, of play. Crazy. I think it's his style of play, because I also think, like, the fact, like, when we talk about these guys, yeah. we talk about Kobe, we talk about Jordan. Yeah. And again, I'm not. Dr. J going all the way back. Yeah. The way that they played the game was on a, on a higher level. Right. About was Jokic. it cute? It, it, not to say, I, I, finesse. I know what, finesse. Me personally, That's me personally, it, guards, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive fan guards. of Jokic. I think he, I think the, I think how he plays the game is incredible to watch because I love watching. Right. Like, right. I'm a hoops nerd. Like how you manipulate defenses at yes. that height and all yeah, that shit course, is incredible to watch. And when he can't, and we can't do nothing else, he just steps back and just fucking chucks that shit from 40 feet and can hit it right. But what big has been cute? That's what I want to know. Big man. B- what big man? I don't know. What big man is? I mean, and B plays a little. He plays a little. He's not he cute, plays bro. He plays a little finesse. He's just he's just clumsy when I he falls be, over. I can't believe I'm indulging in it. Wait, but like, what's if what's I can answer what's the question. He's at the face of the NBA. Okay, okay. What's the basis? Hakeem, Hakeem had a good look at post game. The five. No. What's big? Five or four big. You gotta tell me what big is. Y'all know what I was talking. I was getting to. No, no. Let's go ahead. Yeah. So, so who of these big men? Have been the superstar that you feel like Jokic isn't. Yes. Mm. Oh no, that's I don't think he's not a superstar. But I no, think, no, I the, think... the caliber of respect, I guess you're saying that he's not Get getting yeah. what big man has gotten that. Yeah. That's the, that's a good question. That's a good question. So, so I mean, I, I, think, I think I personally, I personally think he's had as great a year as any big man ever since Shaq. 
I think right. since the 01 Shaq year, mm-hmm. when they won, when they, I think they only lost one finals game, and that was the Iverson game, when he Iverson went for yeah. 40 whatever drops to Ron Lou. I think there's been no big man who has straight up just walked through the finals like he has that is true. So, in this final. So what do you, no, I, I agree. So what do you think he should be getting that he's not getting? No, I just, I don't think he's not getting anything. I just think it's going to be interesting to see what comes after this. Like now that. He's gets the if he gets the championship tonight. Yeah. yeah. Like, is he gonna be covered like a Shaq? Is he gonna be covered like is an MB? Is, is he gonna be covered is, like is a Giannis? Serbian man playing? It, it also, it's <laughs> also you gotta look at what Mark Maybe. He, he plays for Denver. Like, that's not as yeah. sexy as LA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody watching that in itself Denver is not games. cute. Dude, yeah, that, Denver, Denver, I think I think they kind of made it work for Giannis. They kind of made it work for Giannis, though. That's not it's not a marketable city. They kind of made it work for Giannis, though. He's in Milwaukee. And like he's still a pretty I mean, granted, he's Got his own signature shoe, and that helps a lot. But yeah. like, he's become pretty a pretty big household Jokic, name now. Like, off the off the strength of, of what you're talking about, too, I think why also people are kind of sleeping on Jokic is because he was a second round pick. Yeah, like Giannis was a first round pick. <laughs> that is true. Elijah no, that, was that's a first true. Round pick. Shaq was obviously a first round. That's pick. true. No, coming out of LSU. That's true. I think we still kind of saw Giannis coming, him. even though even though even when Giannis was a little like yeah, but he was a first round pick. He was a first round pick. Really, not his first Jokic wasn't even really supposed to. Like play more than like a role. Right. He was right. drafted to be a role player. Yeah. And then he became this thing. Jimmy was drafted. Jimmy Butler was drafted last pick of the first round. Yep. He becomes this thing. Yeah. I think that stigma is why people are still like, we don't buy it. Right. You're not, you're We're not, not going to accept person. it yet. Yeah. And right. it's international too. Is like, and even of our culture, like a lot of our culture of sports is still like the culture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they not right. really. They not. They're not talking they're not about m- Jokic. He's, yeah. he's Serbia. We don't even know where that's set on the map. It don't mean saying. much to us. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we don't know how to. That's why I was like, is it going to be uncomfortable when they win tonight? So I to think, like publicize the Serbian man at I think the face we all, of the NBA? I think we all appreciate his, his craft, though. Why not put Michael Porter Jr. on the table? <laughs> 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 like, we are not Stop doing that. I mean, Jamal Murray doing his thing. Jamal Murray could possibly be there, too. Jamal Murray is doing his thing. Someone else on the couch. <laughs> nah. Who are, who are NBA 2K 23, 24? Nobody. Who's on the cover? Wait, what happened? Who's on the cover of, of um, 2K, 2K next year? 2K next year? Not him. Michael, oh, Michael Jokic? Not him. Let me tell you. Uh, he's going to be... Jokic is going to be unstoppable. Jokic is going to be a cheat code. If you would have asked, asked me this time last year, know how to say I would have said Ja. Oh, Ja. I would have said Ja this time last year. I said I would have been been an easy one this time last year. Now? Nah. Nah. That's the other shit that's supposed to drop after the fight. That's the the real drop. Yeah, Adam Silver waiting to drop out like a new album. Yo, after the finals. That's Ja Morant's Bro, I I appreciate how Adam Silver, um, and I don't know if y'all watched it when Stephen A was like, Stephen A was setting him up. It was like, you know, you're not just making a statement for him. You make an example for the whole NBA of what we don't accept. I'm yeah. like, damn, you trying to throw a book at him. I mean, and then Adam Silver was like, nah, this isn't about, you know what I mean, representing the whole entire NBA. This is a specific case and we'll treat it yeah. as such. Yeah. I'm like, damn, Stephen A really try to get him. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, as he's supposed to. You know what, mm-hmm. Stephen A, I mean, he make an job. example out of him? Like, he God damn. He does his job, but like, well, he's, well, he's well, also yeah, doing yeah, the, well. he also likes doing the, I'm going to speak for this sort of people that right, right, ask right. you this question, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask him for it. You know what I'm saying? So, Kaz, real quick, I want to uh, I want to bring it back to the black name. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I just want, I just, you know, for people that don't know you guys, right? 
and have never seen any acting, any content. Yeah. What do you want people to take away from y'all roles in this movie particularly Ooh. that that don't know you guys from a whole movie? That just like the horror genre, just yeah. third, but they see you guys. What do you want them to take away from this? I'm gonna let Melvin answer first, and I'm gonna put light skin privilege. <laughs> <laughs> you can't never just be serious uh, for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, go ahead, man. Um, I I feel like this movie typically in a horror tropes you get one black person. You don't really get a chance to know them because they they go on quick. And you really don't get a chance to really know who they are because you're not gonna see the true essence of who we are. Until we're amongst each other, it's a different convo than when we outnumber and we're in a room full of, you know, what I mean, mixed company. So you get to see a unapologetically pure, authentic version of black people, and not just one type of black person. You get, you know, what I mean, is a is a is a spectrum of us. We're all black, you know, what I mean, that's the through line for this movie. It's like who's the blackest? You can't quantify blackness. We're not a monolith. We we come in all shapes, colors complexions, you know what I mean, uh, different backgrounds, we got different interests, and we still, you know, all black, and that's something to embrace, but also not to be um, weaponized, in a sense, amongst each other. But also, I, I I want you to see these characters as people, you know what I mean, as friends who bind together, unify to survive, um, and shout out to Tracy and Dwayne, they, they rounded out these characters, um, in a way where you really see who they are, there is is nuances to who they are. Like my character was somebody who's seen as a thug, which is a trope that's typically taken in these movies, especially when we're tokens. But you really don't get to see who I am and why I am that way and who I've grown grown to become. Like, okay, maybe he was a thug in college, but now we're looking at him, you know, ten years later, and who who has he grown into? Yeah. Um, and who does he want you to see him as? So. I mean, that's that's going deep into the character. I just hope you watch it and enjoy it. But those conversations that's going to come afterwards is what I'm excited to see surrounding all in which I just spoke of. Love. Yeah, I like that. No, bro, listen, I mean, and that's, I mean, like I said, I was going to piggyback off of it because I think it just really sets the platform mm -hmm. for the convo. But I really hope the same thing. I hope people really walk away, number one, from a creative point of view, knowing what we can do when we all come together. Because the thing that we discussed, and I don't want to be lost, is that this was an indie film. This was something that we all came together to make because we all wanted, we believed in the story, we believed in the script, we believed in Dwayne and Tracy, and we were like, yes, we wanted to work with Tim's story. So collectively, it was a lot of people in front of the camera of color and black. It was a lot of people behind the camera of color and black, and we all came together in one uniform voice saying, we want to make this something successful. And then it succeeded, right? So it was like crowd crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like a, oh, we, if the studio instantly said yes, the studio said yes because they saw what we believed in, yeah. and then they became advocates for us in a more financial capacity. And I want people to know, like, number one, you can do so much when you join yourselves together with your people, don't hate on each other, mm. and really support each other, and you walk away. Number one, I mean, of course, I want people to watch it all weekend. Make us number one. Please support us and have that conversation after, but really take away the essence of the fact that when we all come together, right, just like in this room right now, we're, we're way more powerful. And we actually have a pulse on culture and revenue and all those kind of things. And we don't have to always say, like, it's, it can only be just me. Right. But it really can be all of us. And that's why the colors of all of us represented me. It's like, okay, we can make this become successful together. So I really just hope people understand and take away that. And, and, don't, and, and don't wait for an opportunity. Facts. You know what I mean? This is an independent film done by an independent studio before Lionsgate came in. They saw the beauty in it and, you know what I mean, um, bought it at the festival and, you know, yes. did a great job distributing and marketing it. But in the beginning, it was it was an independent film. Yes, we didn't get paid 
much money. Like we lost money, you know what I mean, doing this movie. It was a labor of love. Ubers. Like you like you gotta understand, like at the time, <laughs> like listen, no, I'm trying to be real with you. Like at the time, they would laugh at me because I was living in downtown LA and we shot like in like Brentwood, Malibu. Yeah. So just to get that, I'm like, just man, I'm, I'm Bro, calling Tim like, Tim, listen, man, I know my call time is 6 a.m. But traffic yeah. is, is going, I'm going to get there. I'm in an Uber, Uber X going to set. Like, dude telling me how he flocking in the neighborhood that we riding through. And I'm trying to keep my face down. Yeah. Like, don't want this nigga to recognize me. He just picked me up from the house. Like, I'm in the car. He's like, hey, yo, hey, hey, homie. Like, this neighborhood crazy. I should ride through here. Niggas used to leave their doors unlocked. I should just go check your doors. And I'm thinking, this nigga just picked me up from the house. Like, I'm in this Uber X. He like, bro, what you doing? I was like, nigga, I don't even know. The homie just gave me this job. I'm just showing up to help out. And look, what really killed me, right, when I first got in the car, he was like, nigga, you watch Snowfall? And I was like, I'm like, nah. Like, nah, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I got nausea, man. <laughs> Keep my, nigga, don't see me. You know where I live. You talking about fucking black. Oh. It's just to speak to. I'm in an Uber X going through this to get to work because it's something It's something I believed in. And I'm I'm happy that it came to this. You know what I mean? It's a labor of love, but it's yeah, sometimes the shit we got to go through. Who would you have done to be able to turn around? Man, boy, that's you? Bro, I don't know what I would have did. I don't know what I would have jumped out the car. So I would have like changed my address to like up the street and then had another car pick me up. Nah, that's man, crazy. We, like we missed. A, I, I hope we do this again, man. Because one of the nah, funniest yeah, stories was like when we was actually working out, like like the chain gang. We was working out in Brentwood yeah, on the bro. side of the road, lifting weights. I had weights in the back of my trunk. And so one Yo. time we would just start lifting weights outside and our producer comes out and he's like, uh, so the neighbors are worried. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and mind you, when you, when you, you like three listen, man. Outside, I was about to say like, not for nothing. Black men lift the weights outside. Hey, like, so like, when you see the movie and you see what St. is wearing, his wardrobe for the movie is a jump. Is a is a jumper, a jumper. Yeah. with a wife beater. So oh. imagine him on the side of the road oh, with his no. jumper tied around his waist with his wife beater. Immediately concerned. Yo, Kaz, I, I think it's it's about that time we wrap up. These these gentlemen oh, have to yeah. get on the road. Black and us one more time for Melvin Grayson, Paul Wall. Thank y'all so much for pulling up right here. Say less, uh, low. What you all? Uh, I mean, goddamn, the blackening out this week. Make sure you see it in yeah. theaters. Uh, by the time you see this podcast, in theaters right now, That's go yeah. buy a ticket. Don't and, stream and, that and, joint. And one, go thank, to a theater and watch it, man. Thank you guys for pulling up, and also so, just proud of the work that you guys are putting in. Uh, we already know that this this is gonna set y'all up for a bigger stage. So proud of y'all. This is this is beautiful to watch. Um, just seeing how dedicated y'all are yeah. to the appreciate process. It, you know what I mean? So we yeah. appreciate it. Always loving seeing black men just do what they do. That's right. <laughs> Nobody how big I get when I'm a megastar. I'll come back over here and say what's up. Man, y'all, y'all. Hey, yo, we got, we got that. We got that. We, we, we got everybody. All right, man. Rosie, take us home. I'm going to come with Take us where? I'll take us home. You take us home. Oh, that's right. I know. I'll bring us in, but I wasn't here. That's true. Anyway, you know what time it is. Like we always do is time. Like we always do with this time. Stay safe. Stay free. And always say less. You tried hard, Miami. You tried hard, Miami. Oh, yeah. By the time this comes out, damn, Miami. Thank <laughs> you.